Welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, the fun music and food podcast where anything can happen. Today's guest, Malia, the ultra classy, elegant vocalist, entertainer, and band leader who loves to cook dinner for her band following rehearsals. Malia and the Tourists are very prominent in the Pacific Northwest, and they're just about to release their third album. When I decided to put my own band together, it took a number of years to find the right fit. The first guy I pulled in, though, was Kit Taylor. And then it was a matter of finding the right personalities, um, music-wise and friendship-wise. And so, here we are. Malia is cooking her go-to quick and easy recipe for chicken breasts with pesto and fall leafy greens with butternut squash, nuts, and dried cranberries. For dessert, bandmate Steve Morgan will prepare his family's extreme chocolate cake. Does the lure of great food make for a better rehearsal? What's Malia's secret to booking so many gigs? And did someone say chocolate? Come with me into this great kitchen and let's find out. Yeah. Hi, Marty. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome to my home. I'm so glad I'm to have just you here. Yes. I am really glad to be here. Your home is lovely. Thank you. We are standing in this beautiful kitchen. The moon is up. It's a beautiful fall, October yeah. day. And earlier, before the sun went down, you could see Mount Hood from your kitchen. Yeah. It smells fantastic in here. You Have you been cooking all day? Started about three o'clock this afternoon. Did you really? Yes, I did. And what's on the menu today? There's chicken with pesto and tomatoes uh -huh. um, and parmesan that's already in the oven, ready to go. And then I actually, I thought in case someone wanted to try something a little different, we have some white tipple fish here. Mm -hmm. um, with I kind of switched it up when I started this menu. I thought, well, what if someone doesn't like chicken? So why not use some white fish? Or also I've done it with salmon. So just kind of switched it up. And then we've got um, a fresh fall salad, which I'm going to be adding in here, dried cranberries um, with some walnuts and pecans, and then um, feta cheese, and then squash, which I generally chunk it up, but I thought I would shred it so, this you're time. You're like going all out. This so. is like fancy. I love that the meal is kind of modular, but you can make it with you know, any kind of yes. almost whatever you're in the mood for, whatever's available, so that's And the great. nice thing is it also freezes well. Really? With the exception, I usually take the tomatoes off, but the rest of it freezes, so I usually make bunches of it because uh -huh. then on a night that I come home from a late gig or if I have a rehearsal, then I just can pop it out and put it in the microwave. We're here with your whole band, yeah. well, Malia and the, the tourists. We're missing our drummer, Fred. Oh, do you want to introduce them? Yes. This is Kit Taylor. Hi, Kit. Hi. And who Kit is, uh, I call him my piano man. And he also does vocals with me. And Steve Morgan. Hello, bass. how are you? Good, welcome. Good. Eric welcome. Austin, sax and clarinet. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Great. He's like, hello. hello. Yeah. Puts on his radio voice. Yeah. Um, well, this is great. Welcome, guys. So does she cook often for you? Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Pretty often, yeah. It's, it's, it's always a nice treat, something to look forward to post-rehearsal. Malia, do you think they show up for rehearsal because you, <laughs> oh, no. on a regular basis, because you cook the uh, meals? No, they show up because we're all good friends and we like making music right. together. But uh, the meal is just the icing on the cake at the end of the evening. Yeah, and speaking of cake, I can yeah, see cake that's on why the counter. I said that. We should just start with the cake first. Yeah. No. That's fine with me. I'm a chocolate girl, so and you're um, Steve. You made that, right? We don't have to I start did. with the cake, really, yep. but you know, yep. 
Well, it's over it here. It does look delicious, <laughs> doesn't we'll it? To Hopefully. Sure. It actually looks better um, in the container than it will when it comes out. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not interested in how it looks. I'm yeah. interested in how it tastes. Oh, it's going to taste really good. It's going to taste good. All right, so what do we do with this salad? Okay, so I'm just going to grab some handfuls here. Um, actually, I should just mix it in here because this is a big bowl. And I've got candied apples. If we need more, I can do that. Squash. And then I'm going to drizzle this over. And what are you drizzling on? It's a vinaigrette with olive oil and lemon juice. Did you make it? I did. Olive oil, lemon juice, and what did you put in for spices? Um, salt and pepper and a little bit of fresh lemon juice. Really? I kind of yeah. just pull what's in the refrigerator. You know, I like <laughs> to make dressings, but um, I am, I don't know if I'm dressing challenged, but I could be. Um, I think up until till now, I've just been challenged because I haven't had a really great kitchen. Uh, but I'm moving into a new place that has a fabulous kitchen. Good. And I'm really looking forward to um, actually hosting some podcasts in there and um, I'm gonna have to call you up and get some uh, dressing tips. I've got lots of them. And if somebody's <laughs> in a hurry, you can always grab your favorite salad dressing and mix in, but I don't mind making them. That's why we designed this, this house with a nice kitchen yeah. because I like to cook. <laughs> Well, how handy for all of us. So, yeah. hey guys, what's been some of your favorite meals that she makes? Oh, she's made pizza, uh, chicken. Yeah, roasted chicken is excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. The garlic roasted chicken, right? Yeah. Yes, garlic her garlic roasted, roasted chicken. chicken is pretty amazing. All right. Yeah. Yeah, lot, lots of good stuff. Spaghetti. I, I concur. <laughs> this is Eric. And the garlic <laughs> roasted chicken, two thumbs up from yeah. Eric. Two thumbs up. <laughs> garlic roasted chicken. So ne next time you're on the show, you're going to have to make that recipe for me. All right. Now, if anyone wants extra pecans or anything, I have those as well. It smells wonderful. I always like to mix it in another bowl and then put it in the serving bowl. And it gets mixed up a little bit better. Okay, so the salad's done. Well, since the salad's done, do you want to play something? I know you guys just finished your third album. Do you have something that you want to play live? Well, the song that Kit and I wrote, Have You Seen My Angel, uh -huh. which is dedicated to my Mozart, my Persian cat, who we said goodbye to. Um, it'll be a year coming up this January. Uh, and uh, Your cat, so, I've seen so many pictures yeah. of Mozart, I felt attached to your cat. <laughs> Everyone did. It's the, strange, it's the strange world of social media when you mm -hmm. feel like you know people and you have never spent any time with them, you know? Right. But it's we, like you, I feel like I know you. Years. But we've never actually met until tonight. Right. Yeah. Just spoken, but not made I'm person. sorry that you lost Mozart, but how old was he when he... 18 and a half. That's, that's a good long cat yeah. life. Yeah. You wrote this song for Mozart. Mm -hmm. Did he hang out during rehearsals? Uh, when, we have, when Malia and I have rehearsals yeah. up here, he definitely would hang out. He'd yeah. sit next to me on the piano bench. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he's adorable. He reminded me of me a little because he... A little ornery, a little stubborn, um, but, but but just a sweetheart. But a super sweetheart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, Kit, you um, do you write a lot of music with Malia? Uh, this is our first, first one together. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I I write a lot on my own, um, but this is our first time working together, and it thing came out really nicely. Yeah, he has an amazing album that came out oh eight months ago. Uh, mid mid two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Really, Kit, what's the name of it? Love and Pain. Oh, beautiful, beautiful pain. album. Beautiful I album. I like it. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's go play something. Cool. Okay. So have you um, performed this song live before? No, no not This yet. is the first time. So is this going to be the debut on the podcast before 
you sing it for your first time at a show? It is. It is. Um, the release party is scheduled January 11th, which will mark one year since we said goodbye to Mozart. Oh. So it's our, our first time that we're debuting it, yes. All right, well, go for it.
on. It's um, catchy. That's going to be a hit. A lot of emotion. <laughs> I, you know what? First time saying, sharing it live too. <laughs> yeah, you did a great job. Thank People you. are going to love that live as well. So, Thank you. well, yeah. it it couldn't have happened without the help of Kit. We collaborate very well on this and picked up the music score he wrote, and he understood exactly the feeling that my Mozart and I wanted, and he just nailed it. So it wouldn't have happened without all of his help. So Thanks. big Thanks. kudos to him. Yeah. So this is the first collaboration you've ever done? With Queen of Sue, yeah. Oh. Writing a song. Writing a song. song. Yeah. They've been playing together for years. <laughs> 10 years working together, yeah. but yeah. So tell me about the music from your first two CDs. Who wrote it? It's primarily covers. The first, the first album, we were not with Malia at that point. That was just, um, or she had some different players. We joined on the second album, um, which was all, also all covers. And then this one was originally, I think, just going to be one special song for Mozart, mm -hmm. and we wanted to build an album around it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. it's, and you did. So it's four, four covers around this song that kind of fit the same mm -hmm. message. What are the other covers? Make You Feel My Love, How Do I Live, I Don't Want to Talk About It, and Over the Rainbow. Over the Rainbow. <laughs> don't forget Over the Rainbow. And what's the name of your album? It's just have You be, Seen My yeah, Angel. It's just going to be Have You Seen My Angel. Yeah. Very nice. So do you guys want to go eat something? And chit chat sure. some more. All I right. think so. Sounds great. I think everything's done. So, um, how does this usually work with the band? Do you like? Do they come in? Well, and they demand. I'm hungry, and they know where the refrigerator is down in the garage, so they know to just help themselves. <laughs> so, uh -huh. do you keep the refrigerator stocked with um, everything. band food? Everything. What's band food, guys? Well, uh, there's cookies in cups. the freezer. <laughs> there's cookies in the freezer and desserts, and bread for sandwiches down in that freezer. And then there is, we have a wine cellar, so they know where the wine cellar is. And there's oh, yeah, lots I of bet. beer and different I other things. I bet you know where the wine cellar is. <laughs> yes, we know where it is, but we're actually, uh, we've been banned. Yeah, oh really? Did, uh, Steve, <laughs> we're, we're not allowed have in you anymore. been in trouble before? I have the keys. Oh, Eric has the keys. So then I've been banned. So there's plates on the table. I'll take the little plates off for everybody. Now, Kit isn't a tomato person, so if you're not real big on tomatoes, you can pull the tomatoes off. Or if you like tomatoes and croutons, I'll get a spoon for that. Then you can also add some croutons. Kit, you don't like tomatoes? Uh, only in ketchup. Oh. And pizza. <laughs> and pizza. And pizza. Uh, and pizza. Pizza sauce. Serve yourself, is that what we're doing here? Yeah. Awesome. All right. I'm I can serve first. you, but I figure you'll know how much you want. While we're dishing this up, tell me what's in it. Uh, well, we've got chicken breast here and pesto, Hello. which uh -huh. I use an Italian pesto. I often use uh, Kirkland's, but I actually use a really nice pesto this time. Not that the Kirkland's not good, but I decided to change it up. And then okay. um, a variety of tomatoes. First I put the chicken breast on top of some olive oil in the pan, then I put the pesto on, then the tomatoes, and then top it with fresh parmesan and salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, it looks delicious, and then how long do you bake it? I baked it for 40 minutes at 400. And then the fish I put in secondly because it only takes about 20, 25 minutes. And All I right. turned the heat down on it. And that's just a change up I did on the recipe. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, this is really nice. I feel like we're at like Thanksgiving or something. Well, if we were at Thanksgiving, I'd have my, all of my china out. Oh. And silver. So how long have you been playing together? With Malia? Or yes. uh, Kit and I have been, I think it's been about six or seven years. Oh, Kit's 10. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going on seven I've, with Steve. I've been yeah. with her about 10 years. And I've been Steve about seven years. Seven years yeah. Really? Yeah. 
And it always seems to me that you guys have a lot of gigs. Is that my imagination? No, we play a lot of gigs. We play, play quite a bit. Really? Yeah. How do you, I mean, who goes after them? Is it Malia? It's Malia. No, Malia is the, she's an excellent marketer. Yeah. Is she really? Yes. Well, I have to say I'm really impressed because it seems like you always have shows. Hey, Malia, what's your, what's your secret? I just keep calling them and calling them. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do mostly? I mean, do you do um, like bars or do you have, I, I, it, it seems to me you have a lot of house concerts that you guys do. Um, well, we usually do about two or three house concerts a year, but otherwise a lot of private events. So oh. in fact, I would say that's probably on the top, it's private events, followed by then some smaller venues so the general public can also see who we are, uh -huh. and then house concerts. Huh. That sounds right. What my uh, guy and I do is we always clink forks. Okay. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Clink forks. Oh, here. yeah, because you don't have the wine glass now. Cheers, cheers. Yes, because <laughs> I don't have a wine glass. Kid already has a boot on his fork. <laughs> oh, yeah. that so how do you go about getting private events? Well, I advertise, well, through my website I reach out, and then I use a site called Gigbaster uh -huh. and another one called Gig Salad. Uh-huh. So, but... And you get a, I mean, do you get a lot of traffic through that? Well, not so much anymore because... There's so many musicians on it, and you can't see what other people's bids are, and a lot of them are bidding really low. Mm -hmm. And we kind of want to be paid. We, we'd like <laughs> to be paid, and we don't care about having them serve us food and drinks because I'm already going to feed them. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I can't tell you the number of gigs that, you know, when you were young, you guys remember when you were first starting out, all the gigs you take just to get to experience. And then right. as you get older, you're trying to make a living or an mm -hmm. income, and people don't realize that it takes a lot sometimes, especially when you're doing originals, mm -hmm. um, to prepare a show, to write the music, to figure out your sets, and that's half of it. Um, you know, Malia, I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. you know, when you're making the sets for a show, how long is it? You know, and you've got to have approximately, you know, the time for each song in your head. And, yep, and the pacing of the, the show. Right, the right. pace, and then if you're good at banter or not. Is she good at banter? Oh, she's great at banter. Yeah. And, of course, the, uh, depending on the event, if it's a wedding, it'll be completely different than a private show or an event at a, you know, a bar or restaurant. But none of these guys are shy. So Steve's and, really good it, at banter. Yeah. And, and Eric, if he had a mic, he would be talking more, too. But Steve won't share it. But he's, with he's eating. <laughs> Steve, are you hogging the mic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, guys, help me. This this chicken is so delicious. It's very good, Malia. Help yeah, me describe job. it. Uh, moist, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, flavorful. Mm -hmm. Pesto-y. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, you better like pesto. It is now. It is now. It is now. That's I right. think that's uh, an adverb, actually, the way you used it. <laughs> yeah, you have to mm. like pesto if you're going to make this dish. Mm -hmm. Well, about how much pesto did you use on top? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say, because these are pretty good-sized chicken breasts, I mm -hmm. used probably at least two tablespoons on each. But some of it's going to drizzle off into the juices, too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, chicken breasts don't have a lot of flavor, so it's one way to make it. Flavorable. So, this is Eric. I guess I'm the odd man out here. I, uh, I actually chose the fish. Well, that's what I have too. So, do, and, um, okay, perfect. It, it's delicious. It's 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 uh, flaky and uh, tender, and the and the uh, the pesto um, just really kind of amps up the the flavor of everything with the roasted tomatoes. Really, really good. And I'm glad you said that because the thing about chicken breast and also this fish don't have a lot of flavor, and they tend to dry out. So that's why I like 
Yeah, tilapia is a really mild tasting fish, mm -hmm. and that's why people like it because it's not too fishy, um, and you can use it in a lot of different ways, mm -hmm. and you know, make it taste like whatever, whatever flavor you're going right. after, whether it's south of the border or like this kind yeah. of a Mediterranean flavor. It's really good. And I noticed that you, it looks like you used um, cherry tomatoes and you sliced them? Um, I used a mixture of, um, I used some whole tomatoes I had left. Mm, so good. And then I used, um, it's called mixed heirloom tomatoes, mini heirloom tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So I used a mixture. And mm -hmm. I like them because then you get different colors on there too. Yeah. So. Different and flavors and different nice. color. And then the, do you put extra oil on top of it or was no. the oil and the pesto all you need? The oil's in the pesto. Mm. Yeah. So just olive oil on the bottom of the pan. Yeah. I heard, Steve Morgan, that um, yes, Marty that you might have chocolate cake for dessert. <laughs> we might. That is true. And you said it was a family recipe? Uh, no, it is not a family recipe. I, I make um, lots of uh, desserts and... I cook most of the meals in our household, but this actually is not a family recipe. Really? Do what kind I, of uh, what's your, do you have kids? I do have two kids. Yes. Teenagers. Uh, one's a teenager and one is a uh, tween. Mm -hmm. So yes, so they are uh, eating a lot. <laughs> uh huh. And so um, and my wife works full time, so and I I don't. So I mean I do work, but not full time. So I, I have kind of an alternate schedule. So you're it. So so I I cook most of the meals. You're yes. Chef. Um, yeah. Do you? Choose desserts for a reason. Uh, you mean tonight, or just and in general? You said you make a lot of desserts. I do well because the family likes them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people consider themselves more of a baker than a cook. Yes, I am definitely. I've said it before on the show. I'm definitely more of a cook than a baker. Yeah. Um, and though I like desserts, the only dessert that I've really made was Alton Brown's um, chocolate souffle. Oh yeah, Souffles those are, are good. They're difficult, and well, not as not challenging. Is. Yeah, um, and I, once you get the right dish, I mean, the first one I got was the, uh, like, yeah, it didn't. Do you have a little ramekin for it or something? Yeah, or? the little oh, yeah. tiny okay, ramekins right. yeah, that yeah. you get. Um, not the small ones. They're kind of a medium size. So I, I am not the cook in, in my house. My my wife is my lovely wife Shalise is is the cook. Mm -hmm. But whenever she asks me, you know, do you feel like dessert? Uh, maybe I can make a dessert. I always say chocolate souffle. So my question for you, Marty, is what is unique and special about Alton Brown's chocolate souffle? You know, um, I haven't made it in a while, but you know, I always trust Alton Brown because I don't know if you know, but he recently brought back his um, food and science show. I mean, he always does all the science behind right. um, the cooking, and I'm kind it. of a mm -hmm. I'm kind of a science geek. Music and science kind of go together, and I just. Mm -hmm. To me, the cooking is the in-between thing. So, um, and uh, he just makes things easy to do mm -hmm. um, and breaks it down. And then I like to know how it happens. You know, like what the chemicals, how they bond, sure. and all that kind of stuff. It's just interesting. Yeah. So, as far as flavor, um, that chocolate souffle is just the right amount of everything. So, I don't know how he came up with the amounts, but it is delicious, and I highly recommend it. I will look up the recipe. And not that for hard. For sure. Yes, you should do it. See, and I'm the pie girl. I love baking pies. Do you really? And do you make your own crust? crust? During the holiday season, but the rest of the time, not so much. But when I make uh, a crumble, then I do, like an mm. apple crisp or something. Mm -hmm. But I love baking pies. All right, when you're cheating, what's your go-to crust? Um, Marie Callender's. I have heard that before. It's pretty solid. 
But then I, should I share my secret what I do with the top when I have a top on it? Should she? Yes. Put it in the oven? Steve says yes. <laughs> <laughs> I melt butter, then I get cinnamon and sugar, and I stir it in, and then I put a little bit of half and half and stir that in, and then I top, brush it over the top of the pie crust, and boy, that wow. makes the best pie crust. Wow. <laughs> that is a really good tip. I, I just, I kind of create my own menus. Like I said, mentioned, I saw the chicken breast the food day, but then I kind of enhanced it and came up with other things. I, I enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. So I know I had to give exact measurements, but I'm not one that really, because I have such good taste buds that um, in my sense of smell, mm -hmm. that's my strongest. So. I just kind of go in and I find out what tastes well and how it's all going to mix together. And mm -hmm. I did really well with science in school, so it's like okay. But apparently, yeah. well, you, this is this chicken is perfect. And you know, the sense of smell is actually that's a blessing and a curse because I was just going to make a joke about how you guys are all so very cultured. I, up until now, I thought it was uh, chocolate chocolate souffle. Souffle? Souffle. Really? No, no, I'm kidding. Really. I don't know that I've ever seen you eat a dessert, actually, kid. Have yeah, you ever eaten a dessert? I don't know. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of sugar, though. And it's kind of fun to hear you say that because online, I mean, you're, I mean, uh, you know, you've got this, you know, presence of like this model kind of presence that, I mean, do you model? I, do, I used mm -hmm. to. I'm too old now. Mm. They won't. You're too old, they, they, which is why you split the, the chicken yeah, breast with Steve. They won't have, well, I, well, no, it's just it's just an appetite thing. Oh, yeah. I do stay away from sugar just because it's, you know, yeah, I mean, working out and stuff. I, I do I do still do that, and sugar is the number one enemy, so. Mm -hmm. And look at his face. He's not too old, and I know it's true age anyway. Well, and just for modeling, you know, they want 16-year-olds now. They don't, not 38. Well, actually, so. I think they're more like 10 oh, or 11. Age. Yeah. 10 or 11. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite workout? Oh, I, I swear by uh, Beachbody. I don't know if you know that company, but I do actually. They have. I mean, I've done P90X, T25. P90X3 is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's isn't that a BMW model? It is. <laughs> you were in the know. Actually, they're really great. Um, that's my go-to workout when I get tired of all the other ones. Yeah. Um, and I actually do a really great um, program called Less Mills On Demand. Have you heard of that? Mm -mm. No. So yeah, Less Mills cool. is, I believe it's an Australian name, and Les Mills Jr. took over the company, and many of the members from Beachbody actually broke off and did their own model of it. And so you get it through Fire TV or mm -hmm. something on demand, and you have any one of um, all of these different programs and they're continually releasing new versions of them. Yeah. So they've got, you know, the, you know, cycling, they've got HIIT workouts, they've got weightlifting, they've got every, yoga. Yeah, Beachbody, and, Beachbody has an app now too. It's on there. Very yes, similar. they so, do now, so interestingly enough. But So I've got the subscription. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's pretty cool though. I didn't know that they, they branched off. Yeah, um, so I use both. What was the name of the guy? Uh, Les Mills, cool. uh, on demand. Yeah. I'm a runner. <laughs> so you're a runner, Steve? I am. Really? And I run about three days a week, yeah, about four to five miles. Steve's in great shape. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in great shape, but I'm in good shape. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but none of them teach fitness and dance. But 
with my track record, I have my own that fitness and dance studio. You, you teach fitness and, and dance? Yeah, and I produced over 50 videos for Reebok. I was the Reebok spokesperson. I had my own television show. Malia, I did not know this. Yep. Yeah, Malia's hmm. in the best shape. Well, so. thank you. I don't know about that. I mean, that's a Well, I don't know, Eric, you haven't piped up yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Steve's got the mic. I can definitely confirm that Malia's in the best shape at this table. <laughs> but well, I've been known to, uh, to mountain bike a little bit, and um, I really enjoy you know, a lot of outdoor sports, uh, snowboarding, you hike, don't you? Uh, hiking. Yeah, yeah you hike. definitely, you definitely. Yeah. Well, it's the Pacific Northwest, so yeah. we live in a particularly beautiful part of the country. So mm -hmm. I, I hike when I can. I haven't as much this year because of time constraints, but January, I'm so out there. In fact, I got snowshoes oh. last year for Christmas, and I plan on breaking those out this winter. Now, there's a workout. Mm -hmm. Snowshoeing. It is oh, a workout. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, Malia, what kind of dance do you teach? I'm mostly um, modern, but uh, I started with tap dance when I was like three years old. So, and I've had ballet, jazz, ballroom, disco. So. Disco. Nice. Disco's fun. <laughs> Do you teach disco? I, I or taught, for those of us who lived yeah. through it. I taught for Mount Hood Community College and PCC for almost 18 years. Oh. And multiple classes a day, like four and five. And uh, then became a spokesperson for Reebok and produced the videos and had my own television segments. And now I see clients in my studio. Mm -hmm. But I've been phasing that out over the last year and a half because the music's taken over more and i'm trying to phase out more but my clients keep saying no you can't quit teaching me you can't quit teaching Aww. me you can't quit training me and i'm like oh, okay let's see i'm trying to like get them to go somewhere else and i'm like i found this other studio i found this other personal you trainer but have to have some kind of a life balance yeah some at some point well so. i did cut down to two days a week mm. because i decided i had to do that because I just didn't want to be five days a week. I needed to be able to focus on my music. Mm -hmm. So, and um, when did the singing come into play? I've always sang off and on, but then I got involved in musical theater when I was in my 20s and 30s. And I actually had the pleasure to meet Mr. Burt Bacharach, who I was his trainer for him when he came to the Northwest. And he was the one that encouraged me to um, go solo. He said, you know, you're standing out for musical theater, you're not gonna, because musical theater, you usually need to do dance, sing, and act. And he said, the problem is you're standing out, and so you need to go do solo work and record an album. And he recommended just with piano player, and he said, it's not gonna be the best, but just do it for the experience. And, and it was a great album, but you know, it wasn't my best, but you know, it was a starting uh, well, point. My first CD wasn't the best either. So, <laughs> you know, so then, from there, I just worked and worked at my craft, and then when I decided to put my own band together, it took a number of years to find the right fit. The first guy I pulled in, though, was Kit Taylor, and then it was a matter of finding the right personalities, um, music-wise and friendship-wise, and so here we are. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, yeah. you guys certainly play well together. Um, and They're I great. Would, <laughs> I'm wondering if this is a good time to just take a quick break and then come back and enjoy some chocolate cake. Sure. Sounds great. The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. So Steve, yes. we are here with this lovely extreme chocolate cake. It smells pretty good, huh? It 
It really does yeah. smell delicious. And you were telling me that um, you had, uh, you were embarrassed because it was lopsided? A little bit. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Seriously, it's all about the taste. Tell me, how did you make it? So I basically put together a whole bunch of sugar and cocoa and flour and a little uh, baking soda and powder and salt, mixed it all together and then added um, eggs and milk um, and coffee, which I did not put on our list, so we will have to add coffee in there. All one, right. One cup of coffee. Um, and that was just for the cake itself, so and I... Um, does the coffee add a certain flavor that it, you're looking it, for? It kind of makes that? it a little, uh, like, depth of flavor. It makes it a little more dark, I guess, dark chocolatey. Okay. So, um, and then that was just for the cake itself. So then I baked um, two cakes, put them in the oven for, at uh, 400 degrees for about 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, and then let them cool for a while. I probably should have let them cool longer because they, when I tried to take them out of the pan, they sort of... And that's what happened? Yes. Well, let's dish so, it up. I'm okay, going to hold cool. your mic for you. And then I made um, buttercream frosting also. Wow. Which is lots of sugar. From scratch? From scratch. Everything. You really do make desserts. Yeah. So I'm going to make these kind of small because I think it's pretty rich. Is there a secret to making buttercream frosting? Uh, lots of sugar. And actually, I think the, the main secret is when you're um, whipping the butter, yep. make sure you whip it long enough. A lot of people just do it for like two minutes mm -hmm. and they're, oh, it looks good, but you actually have to get a lot of air in the, in the butter. All right. Okay, are you guys ready to try this? Oh yeah. Kit, what do you think? It's delicious. Okay, I'm digging in. All right. I am such a frosting girl that, wow. you know, and buttercream is my favorite. Mm. Wow. I am really impressed. What's this cake called again? <laughs> Besides that. Give me a minute. <laughs> to die for chocolate. Extreme chocolate cake. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Right? Wow. Mm -hmm. Malia, what do you think? Oh my gosh. You better take the rest of it home because I don't want to be up all night thinking, oh, there's still cake in the kitchen. <laughs> I, already, I already promised my kids there would be some when I got home. So I, would, uh, <laughs> I better I would take be some. Like, I'll have cake for breakfast. <laughs> this is amazingly moist. Oh my moist. gosh. Really moist. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. So there's one cup of coffee in this. And then what's your secret to making it so moist? Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually the coffee and, and the milk just combined. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's really mm -hmm. good. And not over baking it. Mm. And not over baking. Mm -hmm. mm. So guys, when does the uh, when does the album hit? They're all about chocolate oh. cakes, so I guess it'll be a gal that answers it. <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the band. Um, January 11th. We hope to have CDs available, CD albums available for the holiday season, but the release party will be Saturday, January 11th. So can we get that on your website? Absolutely. It's which, already on my website. Which is what? Music by Malia. Musicbymalia.com. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then I'm assuming you're all over social media. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I haven't done Instagram yet. You have yet. not done Instagram yet, have no. you? No. Well, the it's song's just, gonna be a total hit. You could market it to, you know, cat lovers everywhere. Yes, right? that's the plan. Um, a part of the proceeds are actually gonna go to the cat adoption team and the Oregon Humane Society. Aww. Even though Mozart wasn't adopted from them, this year, the 11th year, um, I have three events that I started because I, Mozart had such a great life. Mm -hmm. The first one is called A Perfectly Halloween, and it's for the cat adoption in Oregon Humane. This mm -hmm. will be the 11th year. I'm gonna carry it on for Mozart, and that's happening um, in a couple weeks for Halloween. And I have the flyer, I'll have to confirm the date. It's next Saturday, right? 
Uh, Isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yes. The 18th, the, right? Isn't that right? Isn't it the 19th? Yeah, maybe the 19th. The 19th. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. whatever the Saturday is. The 18th, we're at First Party Pipe, 19th. Yeah, okay. So we can find out where your guys' gigs are mm -hmm. also on, on your website. website. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, Kit, I know you have a lot of solo um, CDs and things on your own website. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Eric and Steve, do you guys also have websites that people can find out more about you? So we, we're in another band called um, Jazz Interlude. Um, we're a quartet. We actually have a show tomorrow night as well. So, um, mm -hmm. And you can uh, Do you make find... desserts for that quartet? <laughs> I do not. Not yet. Then you, you don't like them as much as you like this one. You don't like them as much as you like us. Well, mm -hmm. actually, yeah, Leah's drummer is also in that band. <laughs> Fred. Yeah, Fred. Fred, yeah. And he's, yeah. He is, he is on a gig tonight as well. Mm -hmm. so. And plus, holding his drum kit up here. Up your hill? Yeah. So when we have rehearsals with uh, the full band and Fred's with us, we rehearse in my dance studio. Downstairs, mm -hmm. yeah. Sweet. Yep. Well, Malia, you are a fabulous cook. Well, thank you. And I cannot wait to hear the full album. The song was fantastic. Thank you so much. And guys, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and eat chocolate cake. Yeah. And Kit ate his whole piece Kit, of chocolate cake. Kit did cake. eat his whole piece. <laughs> so I guess it was a good chocolate cake. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Hey, I never is? said that sugar wasn't delicious. I just said that it's, it, you well, try you know, to work it out. <laughs> yeah, since you're not the 16-year-old model anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I am a firm believer that um, indulgence every once in a while is just absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. And necessary. And that, I think that's one of the reasons that... The podcast is such a delight uh, for me personally is because I get to eat really good food. I don't have to cook it. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you don't have to do the dishes. I get to hear all this music. And sometimes, you know, we do all kinds of stuff. I, I don't know. I help with the dishes, too. So <laughs> we should, at any rate. We should mention, too, before, I don't think we mentioned this, but we recorded this album uh, with Bob Stark, who is like the best in the business. Yeah, amazing. And he made amazing. it sound. It sounds, really amazing. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah. He was your producer? For this album and yeah, engineer, engineer yeah. as well, and right. he's done all my albums. He did all of Intervision's albums that Amber knows. All um, right. Yeah, and he's he's top notch, and it sounds really incredible. So. A shout out! Well, I can't yeah. wait to hear it. It was yeah. amazing working with him. Yeah. Just wonderful experience. And Eric, could you grab that right up there on the buffet there? See that bouquet there with the card? Ooh, I do see it. Would you like to bring that over here, please? Okay. We have a little something for you too. Really. Wow. Housewarming and a thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, what beautiful flowers, really. They're not from my garden. My garden's pretty much closing up for the season. It is. Oh, thank you so much. That is very sweet. Hey, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Malia, it's just been delightful. Thank you. Thanks, right. Marty, for, Thanks, guys. for being thank you here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Marty. I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall, inviting you to a recording of this show. Become a patron of the podcast and get your special invitation. Find out about the $1 and $5 perks by joining the fun at patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen. Tell me, have you seen him?